Welcome to Seers, Beers, Knowers, and Doers, a podcast about intuition. Do you know what that is? Intuition to me is that inner sense or knowing that something is true, and yet I have no proof. But there's so many definitions, and there's so many ways it can come. I'm looking to bring together and share with you some amazing guests who have some amazing life stories and also some insights into how intuition can come. And I'm looking to gather those crows in the trees. I hope you're one of them. I hope that this podcast inspires you to be more connected to your intuition. And I hope that by doing that, we make the world a better place. Thanks for coming on this journey with me. Before we get started today, I would love to share some tools with you to help with stress and feeling overwhelmed, especially for the energetically sensitive person. Feel free to go to my store on my website at www.healingvitality.ca. Thanks so much for coming on this journey with me. Thank you so much, Karen, for joining me on the same day you say yes. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. It's a uh, pleasure. I was referred to Karen when I was on the search for cowboy boots, I guess, back spring. It must have been. Yeah, and I still have a pair of those cowboy boots in my house that she mailed to me. She mailed me two because it was COVID and we weren't sure what size would fit. And I was just blown away. They showed up the next day. It was fantastic. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So my name's Karen Thomas. I live in a small community just outside of Fredericton, New Brunswick. We have a, a family farm that my husband and son uh, predominantly work on. Uh, we have Clydesdale horses, and uh, my husband raises sheep. So the business is North Stream Farm Tax Shop. It's been a, in business since uh, 1975 when my parents started it, and we just recently um, moved into a new building. So probably about a year and a half ago, built a new building because we purchased the farm. So it has... 200 acres and um, it was really important for us to have that and it's kind of our root. I have the pleasure of being able to work at this full time. I like my job. Put in a lot of hours but it is uh, a pleasure to meet people and ship product off uh, across the country and I've watched generations grow up and enjoy the horse industry and as well myself and our children. Yeah. Well and it's kind of cool because when I was referred to you, I went Googling and I, I landed on your Facebook page and you were doing a virtual sale and I'm like, how brilliant is this woman? She's like holding up product, telling her like, it's like you have Vanna White that you're channeling when you do that because you're natural in front of the camera and it just makes us feel like you're right in your store. So I thought, how brilliant. This is covid and you're figuring out a way to bring us into your store so thank you it for was that. a lovely idea that was referred to me by one of my sales reps she said you know what you have to do an online shopping and it my presence on social media has kind of grown over the years because i used to try to do youtube videos and such and that was something that a friend had recommended as well but uh it was it felt, I tried to rehearse it so often, so it became, um, 
kind of uh, choppy or it didn't feel smooth or natural. And it's since we've started to do Facebook Lives and such to talk about product in our store, um, it's allowed us to gain a relationship with our customers more, as well as the virtual shopping piece was a true pivot because truly we appreciate the fact that people can come in our store and shop and had gained relationship with everybody. It was a rather strange time to be either shipping parcels or putting parcels on our deck for people to pick up and just waving through the window. Mm. I mean, if anybody knows us, we we ask where you're from and who you're related to and um, we kind of gain a feel for who you are and that was lost through that time as far as being kind of shopping part. So the virtual shopping kind of gave us an opportunity to connect in a better way. Yeah. Well, and connect with a larger audience if you're shipping across Canada. Were you doing that before COVID as well? No, uh, not with the same frequency. And uh, it's kind of interesting that I think some of the people that we have shipped to are transplanted Maritimers. Oh, fun. So it's kind of cool that, you know, they connect with us. Maybe they would have normally come home and you know, maybe visited in the summertime and shopped with us. But we have, um, you know, shipped to BC and Alberta and Saskatchewan. And um, it just kind of raised awareness of that, you know, that we were here and we were a business. And my father used to speak of it being, you know, like a little business on a little side road in, you know, rural New Brunswick. And um, I guess social media gives us that opportunity to showcase who we are and what we have and and it's really grown for us yeah yeah it's been neat and you do something else on your facebook as well that i think is really cool you have your daily devotionals that you do and that had started um probably about a year ago um i bought a devotion that was i think annie f downs was the author and I decided that I personally wanted something that would set my day, the tone of my day. And, you know, I wasn't sure what the response would be from people that, uh, you know, my customers or those that would be on Facebook, but it was probably risky. But I was willing to, to step out there. It has been more of an inspiration to me um, for those that have connected and said that they they listen to it and that it impacts their day, along with the fact that it does. It, when I miss it, it feels like I'm missing a piece of my routine. And uh, so I try to slide in uh, early enough so that I don't get a telephone call in the middle of it. But <laughs> sometimes the phone does ring like this morning, and I think there were about four rings before it went to message. But... We just kind of stop in between, but it is a nice piece to to share with people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's really cool. And yet, one of my most listened podcasts is one who sees life through the lens of Jesus Christ. So wow. it's interesting to me. And Aaron Chance was not somebody who was trying to shove it down anybody's throat. He just is like, that's how I get my intuition. That's how I live. Like... And yeah. when I look at statistics, it's one of 
one of the most, it's not the most, but it's one of the most listened to podcasts. So, you know, I think people are, are searching in some ways for reassurance, especially in the last year where it's been a tumultuous year for some and, and a joyful year for others. I'm guilty of having a joyful year, but I think it's okay to stand in that joy and and just be a light that it can be joyful if you are present and willing to take leaps in the way you're being nudged. So I was nudged towards horses and I, I can't even explain the joy that I felt. So thanks for welcoming me into your horse community. <laughs> yeah, it is a neat kind of fellowship of uh, in the horse community and you know, just the, there's such a vast amount that you can learn. Oh, it's you know? incredible. It's nonstop. Yeah. It's not any, you know, any one discipline or, um, you know, there's just so many methods and so many teachers and coaches and philosophies and it's just endless. It really is. Yep. And the horses themselves, like you can learn so much from just their presence. I find it's, incredible how they're being in the world you know um, yeah if it's we always say that you know when you are around a horse you have to be present mm. because that you know things happen if you're not present right there and that and you have to be you know there are probably days that some horses it would be better if, if people didn't go to the barn for their horse if they were really having it you know we're going to be a tough, tough day, but you know, the horses absorb that energy too. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And sometimes it's not even about being with the horses. It's about the person I'm learning from Larry. He's like busy hands, get rid of busy minds. And so if it's just going to muck the stalls or fill the water buckets or do something that doesn't interact with the horse, but supports the horse, yeah. Even that can be incredibly therapeutic for, or just being on the land, like go and sit in a pasture or outside yeah. a pasture and just be. It's a, it's a lifestyle opportunity I've found that's been very helpful in these crazy times for myself. So, it's a, you know, there um, through COVID, uh, we've seen an increase in the number of people that are signing up to take riding lessons and uh, some that maybe had wanted to do that with you know more dedication but other sports had interfered with that and because some of the, um, the sports that they are not operating you know they're the hockey and some of those some of these young women are taking riding lessons and with more dedication to that sport so it's a lot of um, the facilities here in Fredericton are talking about the fact that they have waiting lists. Oh, how lovely. Yeah, so it's, um, you know, doesn't matter what uh, discipline, like they're all finding that they have an increased number that are interested in. Nice, nice, nice. And they can kind of support the whole family because oftentimes uh, they need to be driven to their lesson and that gives people the opportunity to I mean, most barns are going to be in a, a more rural area or at least have property and it you know it it's a benefit for people to move away from all the noise and the confusion 
Absolutely. So just to pivot a little bit, how do you get your intuition? You know what? Uh, I would say that in probably the last couple of years, I am more anchored with Jesus Christ. I, you know, just different things that have happened in our life that have um, changed. And two very, very um, dedicated people in our lives we lost over the last probably six years. They were faithful and they believed in God. Um, my mother-in-law, Nettie, and my dad. And um, that can rock your world if you don't have an anchor. That would be my intuition, yeah. Mm. Um, uh, and I think that's what's uh, probably, I said uh, different times when I've done my devotion in the morning that there would have been times that I wouldn't have been able to read that earlier on. It would have been kind of just a tough read or maybe the read that I had that morning of that particular devotion it's like somebody knew what was going on in my life and it it seemed very pointed to me that uh, it's speaking to me and I've had other people um, kind of say that about a devotion that they read at a particular time in their life or um, you know open a particular book and that page speaks to them and Bible does that to me too. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible how words show up that way, regardless of the book. Sometimes, or sometimes it's even books in a in a whole library of bookshelves. It's like, yeah. what do I? What's the message here that I need? And then, boom, it happens. Or or song on the radio, or you just catch the tail end of a conversation. It's like, oh, I needed to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> The timing is divine. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we're all kind of changing all the time and to see things differently and perspective. We're not the same people we were yesterday, right? No. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And do you have any stories you'd like to share about, about how your intuition has shown up in your life? I guess probably the... Um, you know, when we've done things here in the store, um, to step out and do the devotion was an intuition, particularly for the fact that it's like, mm, I don't know <laughs> whether people are going to receive this well, because they had always um, uh, been exposed to me kind of basically showing product and selling product instead of uh, sharing a, a, a verse or a story or such and you know it's I think through COVID my concern for people was that they were isolated and it you know I was lucky enough to be able to come to work every day and if I needed to go for a walk I had space to do that or um, in my home uh, you know my children my husband were there so I was never alone and you know that's a luxury that not everybody had through that time so probably to step out and do my devotion was my intuition on that or you know whether we go somewhere or do something it it shows up but I have to say that you know my husband and my children are too you know they they go by what they feel and uh, we kind of ground one another yeah I find it sometimes when we are led to do something risky like you say like putting that out there 
it's for a grander purpose that we don't necessarily understand. And the fact that you follow through on it and the fact you've had feedback since in such a positive way, it's like we get rewarded when we jump off those little cliffs and do something yeah. that's that seems risky at the time, but we're being led or driven to do those things. I mean, we have exposure to all kinds of people in our store, and oftentimes it's, uh, you know, we have people that stop in just for a visit, and um, I think that's what people were missing, too, was uh, we have two rocking chairs in the front of our store, and that's kind of, you know, we sit down and have a talk. It's almost like a, a general store used to be, right? Right. That people visited, and, and they knew their, their neighbors, and they knew, you know, well, we kind of know people from all kind of different walks because of the different uh, breeds of horses or uh, disciplines or, uh, I mean, maybe somebody just came in to buy, you know, a, a birthday card or a baby gift or something like that. So sometimes you kind of uh, gradually meet the whole family, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, and it's almost like you're... A- cog in the wheel because everybody needs the supply chain right right yeah and all these you have all these satellites out there and you you're everybody touches base with you and so somebody has a need and you know somebody can fill that need you're probably also doing that sort of service as well well we do kind of connect the dots because we have been in the business long enough to be able to do that and um i have a friend um Brenda Nason and uh, Kelly LaForge, and we've been um, active in kind of the fundraising piece for Children's Wish over, we had had 13 years in, of, um, we've done an event in January and, and we're fortunate enough to have done that before things kind of came to a halt um, this past year, and uh, it's kind of like a horse fair without the horses, so it was all the different you know, different tack shops and businesses that kind of do with tack or horses, uh, pony clubs and, you know, instructors or feed supplies and such. And we've, we've managed to raise uh, a wish last year, a complete wish, which was uh, um, $10,000 to oh, create wow. a wish. Yeah. Wow. So that one is, uh, you know, for us, it was an opportunity to kind of get people moving in January and, and kind of connect with one another because January is a tough month for people. And but in turn, they were they were granting a wish for somebody that you know uh, we know some within our own industry, the horse industry, that had had wishes granted. So it it makes it very real when you're doing that. And, yeah. Uh, you know makes us makes us really happy to do that absolutely well and you know anytime people can do something that they can see the impact of i always find that 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 goes further almost than just writing a check per se Um, well it's the dedication of the group together and it was you know it's a group effort so it's everybody is part of it whether they're exhibitors or um participants coming through the door and uh, the volunteers that help us to put it on so you know we'll have to see how things play out this fall and uh, whether we can do that in January too but and we had been involved with um, 
an event that happens in, in Sussex called Equine Review, and that's a horse fair with clinics and demos and such on that, and Brenda and I had been involved with that one from the beginning, and um, I think we did it probably six or seven years maybe, and then kind of stepped back from it, but we both exhibited there as well as uh, organizing, so, and that was kind of a fundraiser too. Well, and any time you can get together and educate people and it, and it shifts from a competitive nature to a camaraderie nature, that builds yeah. community too. So that's yeah. kind of neat to bring that circuit, like bring that full circle. It was. It's, uh, and, you know, uh, when you can kind of combine all different breeds and uh, disciplines together under one roof and for somebody that hasn't had any exposure to them they can kind of come and see what that looks like and one of the first years that we were there we did a kind of a parade of breeds mm. and we had a gentleman that he dressed up in tuxedo and we had a spotlight and you know kind of cool effects there too so the whole like our history of having been in the horse industry we can kind of go back and find some you know wonderful wonderful memories and all kinds of great people that we've met over the time. Right. Well, in order to actually come up with these ideas, I would say you had to have been inspired because to be a founding <laughs> member of member of these things and bring them to fruition, that's definitely yeah. intuition too, I would expect. Yeah, it's I guess you have to dream big about things like that to, you know, believe that you can make that happen. Yeah. Cool. And it's, Oftentimes, it's the, everybody else around you that can help make it happen because I can usually dream it and then I need a lot of help. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that too. Yeah, I'm an yeah. idea generator, but getting it done, uh, need help. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, Karen, this has been absolutely lovely. Thank you again for saying yes and sharing all of these aspects with us, right from your store to all the brilliant ideas and how your inspiration has has probably supported a lot of people in the horse industry in more ways than one. So thank you again for today. It's been lovely. Thank you for asking me. Yeah. And thanks for not giving me too much time to think about it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sometimes those are how the best things come to life. You bet. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving us your time today. We truly appreciate our guests for sharing their stories and insights about how intuition has impacted their lives. And I'm so grateful for Peter Trainer for his time in giving me this original music. It's now your turn. It's your turn to listen and act on your own intuition and help make the world a better place. Until next time, keep seeing, being, knowing, and doing. If you like this podcast, please share it. If you want to find others like it, go to www.healingvitality.ca or wherever you would find your podcasts. We would love to have you join us on this journey. Come be a crow sitting in the tree. Be part of our community. <laughs>